Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to our new podcast, How I Met Your Language, with Pedro and Elisa from Lingupai. Lingupai is a language learning platform which enables you to learn languages with the help of movies, TV shows, music, podcasts, audiobooks. It's a natural way of learning language. It's going to be engaging and entertaining for you. And check us out at uh, lingapie.com. We have a seven-day free trial. And now, enjoy our podcast. Good morning, everyone. So we are here for an, a brand new episode with Alisa, Pedro, and our dear friend Melina Gomez. Hi, Hi Melina, how are you? I'm good, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting. Amazing, amazing. So everyone here works at Lingopai. Uh, I've been doing partnership for Lingopai, like getting reach out blogs and uh, interesting partners for like expand our, our brand outside of like out of the world. So we have Alisa here as well, like head of the organic traffic, like the organic, all that is organic. Would you like to talk a bit? Hello, I'm Alisa. This time a short introduction, uh, working in Lingopai. Uh, for one year already, um, managing the organic efforts. I live in Egypt, in, on the Sinai Peninsula. I'm uh, an organic grower of vegetables and and traffic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, happy to be here today. Uh, today's episode, uh, and happy to welcome Melina. Uh, Melina is from Argentina, but she will tell in a second that uh, she can introduce herself. And today's uh, topic would be, first of all, Argentina will, won the World Cup, I have heard. <laughs> the whole World Cup have, <laughs> has, has, has passed me like, uh, like, uh, like behind my back. And, um, and yeah. It's uh, around Christmas. Today is the solstice, the longest day of the year. And um, winter solstice. And um, I would like to talk uh, and hear about very interesting holiday traditions from the south, uh, from the southern hemisphere, because their Christmas is in, in the summer, basically. And uh, it's such a funny and, um, how to say, interesting idea for for Europeans or Northern Americans to think about that you guys celebrate Christmas at the beach. So yeah, we would like to hear about that more. So first of all, thank you uh, for joining us and here you have the word, Melina. <laughs> all right. Well, I know where to start. <laughs> Um, I have to say uh, that all all the the people here in Argentina are still crazy about the the World Cup. It's like a I huge know I can listen party. from Brazil. 
What, what did you say? I can listen from Brazil what is happening <laughs> in Argentina. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's going wow. crazy. Can you hear anything through all the cries? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm here. Like, Argentina is very close, like, thousand kilometers from here. It's like, so it's crazy. I mean, just kidding. Of course, you are not here, but I know what's going on in Argentina right now. <laughs> like Messi is there, all the team, uh, the main team. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's amazing, by the way. It's super cool. It's super cool. It's like a nonstop party. Yesterday, the whole uh, team came back, and it's supposed to be. They supposed to travel from the airport to the the center to um i mean to say hello to the people and to and to gather and they couldn't arrive because it was like three million people waiting for them and on the on the roads and the <laughs> everywhere so they couldn't arrive and but at the end at the end they uh, somebody picked us with an helicopter and so they can arrive to this main center that we have. Uh, it was insane. I mean, still, the, we we didn't have we didn't have um, classes at school. So <laughs> it's super important. It's, it's for holiday. Us. It's it's quite it's, it's quite a na national holiday. Yeah, it is. Yesterday, I read that the <laughs> that. His uh, social media post of like after after it was clear that they won uh, was the most liked post in history of social media. Really, ah, amazing, crazy. In crazy. his account, probably. Like, uh, I don't even know how mu how much, but it was like the most liked post. Crazy. When did you win the la uh, World Cup last time? It was in 1986, long ago. Wow, long ago. Yes, we so have many songs that, uh -huh, we have many like cheer songs saying we need to win again, like we did in the, in the 86. And finally, now we can change the songs. <laughs> No, it was amazing because Messi is retiring. So it was, I mean, the last, probably one of the last games of Messi for the national team. I mean, he's he's going to keep playing for like two, three, four more years. Uh, but probably he won't be in the next World Cup. So he finished his career on the top. He, no, he's amazing. I watched the game. I was, oh my God. What's I'm dying here, game? like two two o zero, two o two, three o two, three three. What's what's going on here, babe? What? It, it this is one of the best games for final. This is kind of a game, a a, a digni final game for a World Cup. It was like insane. Both teams were playing really good. But I, I I was like I was Argentinian at that time at that time because I want I want I want to bring the 
the, the trophy to South America. I think it's really important for us having the, this joy. So uh, I was like cheering for Argentina, definitely, definitely. So, and a lot of people here as well. But I'm super glad that we in South America again have the trophy. Trophy. So that's super nice. Brazil, it's been like, uh, played well, but oh my God, the team that we have nowadays is, I mean, they don't have this connection between them. Like Argentina had this year or what Brazil had in 2002, which was amazing. But I'm really happy that Argentina, and I was happy as well that Morocco is the first time that an African country uh, goes through the the quarters, uh, so it, it it was kind of an amazing World Cup. It it was wasn't unusual uh, with only Brazil or Argentina, German, French, Italian going to the finals or going to the the semifinals or the deities the quarters. We have these African teams, uh, Asian teams as well, like doing super well. Uh, even Saudi Arabia, the first game of Argentina, they won for 1-0 or 2-0, I don't remember. And what's, what's going on here? Uh, it's crazy. It was insane. But yeah, super cool. And I'm always seeing like videos from Argentina. I have like loads of I friends from there. And they, and they have like uploading. I, they, they're uploading videos every single day. Seconds, not even minutes, because it's happening so much. I don't. It's crazy. It's, uh, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. And for you, Melina, how it's been doing? Everyone talks can, can, about can, it. Can you? Can I you? I mean, I go to the kiosk and I say, "Yes, we're champions," the and then uh, the, this guy that brings <laughs> us water <laughs> to the house. Hey, have a nice day, champion. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the time talking about it <laughs> and it i thought it would be the day that we won and the day after and we still keep on going this smiley attitude uh, to everyone um so yeah it feels yes. good because in argentina because of the politics it's super um there there's many differences so now we can feel uh, more unity and it's kind of mind-blowing because of a game we're yes. so yes. happy and it gives us a boost for to, to end the year as a kings and queens like <laughs> a hoiled people it was amazing no that's uh, i think like it's happened like in Brazil, like the countries is split in two. So when something like this happened, it puts together everyone. Uh, okay, you take like, spend like a month, two, three months, everyone together, then you split again because this is uh, unfortunately it how is it what works. It is. But I'm super, it is what it is. I can like, things happen. I, I can't say shit happens, but. This kind of stuff happened, but I was really happy when Argentina won. I said, oh my God. Yeah, I, I have to say that I'm happy like and also American. I'm relieved because if we... if Relieved? If we didn't 
when the people would be so sad, like crazy. You can feel it in the environment. It really changed the mood of everyone. So it's it's amazing that it's like this. Anyway, it's too crazy. Um, like too messy, the streets and the messy. <laughs> Um, mess, I mess mean, I is see gone, messy yeah. everywhere. <laughs> messy. <laughs> I mean, messy seeing everywhere. I, I think like it's like, oh my god, my face, it's in all the corners. It's great. Yeah, he, he looks so humble. Um, we can, I, I understand that the uh, soccer and World uh, Cup is more important than anything, but you <laughs> can be. Um, go back to your introduction because we <laughs> were speaking uh, about the context. Yes, sorry, sorry. Yes. Pie, it took my heart. I was just very like, understandable. Uh, I think everybody understood that you're Argentinian. <laughs> I'm a champion. <laughs> and right. the champion. <laughs> so I started working in Lingapai about two years ago. Um, I am a yoga teacher who loves traveling. So I started making content uh, for Lingapai yoga uh, sessions. And it was super fun when I was um, traveling through South America. Then I came back here and I started to make another kind of content, but still in that um, area of making content now for YouTube. Um, yeah, mainly I love traveling. I start speaking English because, I mean, because of the movies that helped me a lot. Then while traveling, I it was a need, so I improved my vocabulary and my accent because Argentinians mainly don't we don't have English. Um, and then I lived also in Israel, and I I had this goal of learning Hebrew, so I learned Hebrew too. That was more difficult than English because it's it's um, different, more different, you know. Um, but it was super fun. I love to learn new languages. Probably the next one, or hopefully, will be Portuguese. Ah, really cool. You should. You learned Hebrew in Israel, or you learned. <clears throat> How long have you been there? I learned in in Israel while while I was living over there. Ah, okay. How long did you live there? I lived for four years, and I think it took me like two years to feel confident with my Hebrew. So yeah, you me need too. to practice and practice. <laughs> But it's it's doable. I think it's very 
it's uh, one. I I also did it in one and a half two years. Like I feel this is a a good a good time. But I did go to courses almost like for for at least one year almost every day. Like it's lots of effort. But in Germany, you can go to courses almost every day yeah. for a year and then they remove. There's a lot of attitude and also you need to know that it's okay to make mistakes. This is part, that's part of the process. And I think it's uh, when, when I was doing mistakes, I was learning the most. So I'm encouraging people to, to keep on working on it because this is how it works. You need to try, try, try in and feel the, the need sensation of communicate yourself in that in that way, in that language, like not trying not to jump to, to the comfort zone. I feel it depends also very much on the people, like the culture of the people who are basically who you're talking to. Because uh, I feel in, in, I mean, okay, the problem in Israel is that they will switch to English a lot um, but but uh, they are very welcoming and they will try to understand you and they will try to answer you in Hebrew and they will they will speak to you in English because they hope that they will make it easier for you but uh, there and then it's easy for you to practice I felt like it was very easy for me to practice like within half a year I was already I mean, like after like doing a basis of like vocabulary, within half a year I was kind of fluent because people like were talking to me and. But I feel like um, if you learn a different language, it's a bit harder to you know like because the people are like, why did you say? I don't understand. Ah, uh, you know like, I don't want to talk to you. Like practice with you. It's like. It depends so much. I feel like, for example, Spanish-speaking countries—they're also very welcoming and very like very easy to learn and become fluent in Spanish because people are just like, yeah, la, yeah. I hope I, I I help you. Like I will speak to you. Completely. Yeah, it depends a lot of a lot uh, of the culture and also if you learn the language where uh, if you learn the language you go through this barrier of not knowing the culture. You know what I mean? If you know the language, you, you can embrace the culture so much more. Totally. Yeah. It's, it, it's go it's deep. Anxiety. It's another layer. I mean, going to Israel, understand the culture, but not understand the language, it's one layer. After you start to understand the language, it's the second layer. So you, after you become like fluent, go like deep into that language, it's like you basically become part of the the culture. Even if you are not Israeli, uh, it's it's very interesting this kind of uh, approach. That when I, I listened once, I want to quote that when two people speak. Uh, the same language, they they can understand each other. When but they when they speak uh, the the same language of each other, like 
if Melina spoke Portuguese, uh, they can't speak in their soul. Uh, so it it's 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 it works like that. I super nice. Like I went to Argentina. I was speaking Spanish with people there. I wasn't trying to use my Portuguese or English. I want to become part of the society, the Argentina uh, team. I was there. I want want to do it. Unless if I had to speak with someone else from I don't know, German or Netherlands, uh, I would use English. But I was like talking like about like culture. I have I have two friends who Brazilian friends who live in Amsterdam, and I don't know if it's happened. I haven't been there, but the the Dutch. They don't. They don't help you like uh, the Brazilians or, or, or Argentinians in South America when you are trying to learn Spanish. They keep speaking Spanish. They switch to English. They. They. they I think they don't have patience. Like, or don't don't want to do this effort to you to learn Dutch. Also, I don't know Pedro, they how have English. We don't have English. So we will help yes. you because yes, we, don't we don't have another yeah, choice. True. I mean, we are warmer for sure. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we the French don't have English either, but they don't it... want to help. <laughs> French, they would just like pass by. Like you speak French with them, they don't have English. They don't want to understand you. They don't want to help you. They're just whatever. Like <laughs> learn my language. <laughs> I don't care. Learn my language, and no, it's not enough to learn your language. Learn how to pronounce it correctly so I'm able to understand you because I'm not gonna help you in any way to like to try to understand. <laughs> so it's not only the English, it's also the attitude. Yes. So, yeah. I think Very one of cool. the most Very interesting cool. things about learning a language or being able to speak another language is that you can discover another uh, part of yourself another way of approaching uh life itself from your point of view yeah because you are getting like so many new you're getting so many new influences and so many new perspectives through this culture which you are like studying basically and so many new like aspects of life and uh, you just must integrate them somehow. And it's very visible, by the way. I feel like in, in Germany, for example, you have lots of immigrants and you have lots of immigrants who do not speak German for generations. Like, you know, they, they uh they they don't speak german like that uh, or i mean the kids probably who went to school speak german but like the generation of our parents and uh and you see that once you speak the language you are integrated much more you you are kind of like soaking up the culture some so much more than if you don't like if they don't speak the language they keep their traditions they keep like encapsulated in this time machine living a life which does not exist anymore back home like it's like it's not representing the values from like 30 years ago it's like it's a time capsule you know people who came 30 years ago 40 years ago 
they lived the life of their home country 30, 40 years ago, but their home country has evolved since then. And they don't speak German, so they do not integrate with the German culture. And so they live this frozen life, basically, like, which, is, uh, which is very unique. And the moment uh, the parents also speak German, almost like it's like you see like such a big difference in in how how the life goes it's like the language is really a door to to culture and to new perspectives and to letting stuff in you, know, yeah, true, you become saying. part of this... the society basically just mm -hmm. the link. and this happens in many cultures i mean also, Orthodox people living in New York, that they don't use English. Um, here, there's a big uh, Chinese community that there, there are people that, yes, they speak Spanish, but there's also a very closed community that there's like almost no contact with our culture. That's true. I remember this. Uh, like seeing a lot of Chinese at their own restaurants, which is good. I, I've been like many of, of those restaurants and they don't speak <laughs> Spanish at all. Some of them, some of, yes, we have like exceptions, but they try to speak with you like with simple words like uh, hasta luego and so we've been like in a restaurant like very close to our home in Ipolito Irigoshin. Close to the Congresso, del Congresso. There was like a, this restaurant, the Chinese restaurant, and he only said the owner is uh, just like a robot because, I mean, probably he doesn't know yes of, yes he was like a, already like a old a old guy he was he looked like like 65 72 years old so it's very comprehensive but I probably their grandson already speaks Spanish and in, in, in Mandarin and we will learn English. So luckily this person will learn the English for necessity, mandatory, and Mandarin because they're their parents. So, which is super cool because we have like 1.1, 1.0 billion people in the world and they already speak Chinese. Uh, lucky boy. Uh, but yes, it, the, his father, his mother probably don't have this still don't have the, the, the fluence into Spanish and grand, grandfathers probably not. But yes, I, I saw this, this happening. And I think I, when I was in German, I, I think I heard a history about like the Turkish, the Turkish when they migrated to, to Germany in the 70s. So probably the old Turkish people uh, still don't, don't speak German. But the young generation, of course, they like, yeah. they, go to, they start like learning. No, our but generation, we don't, we don't have this. Yeah. Our, our generation, everybody yes. speaks. And, um, and it's probably creating a very big, uh, like a very, very strong 
cultural clash, I imagine, because German is probably the most secular country in the world. Um, like, I don't think there are... It's also, it has even its reputation. I even keep hearing it now, like, when I'm, like, in media and I'm listening, that people from abroad even say, like, how secular Germany is. It's like, it's like a, a different level. And then you're coming, like, with these very strong kind of traditions from your countries. Uh, I'm sure it creates lots of clash. Um, like... My husband also lo loves to see, like, my, my husband is Muslim, so he loves to see videos about immigrant Muslims in, in the West and how much they are connected to their culture. And, uh, and he says, it doesn't matter what you like videos, just random people on the street. Like, like he's like, they're interviewing random people on the street. And um, if you stop people in France, Muslims in France or Muslims in, in, in England, they will be able to tell you at least something from the Quran, you know, like maybe one sentence, something, like something small. Maybe they can, maybe they can speak even a little bit of Arabic. Maybe they can speak Arabic, maybe. But in Germany, he says, like, it's insane. Like, you, like, the videos from Germany, they know nothing. They barely know anything, like anything at all. It's like, um, the German schooling system really is trying to get any type of spirituality out of you. <laughs> so, um, it's like super secular. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that, do you want to tell us maybe a little bit about your, like, it's about to be Christmas. It's, in the middle of summer for you guys. It's both of you, like both of you are yes. in a Christian country in the South, Southern Hemisphere, South America. Uh, I've never traveled, I think, in high summer in uh, South America. I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. And uh, yeah, for us, uh, Christmas is uh, connected always with snowflakes and snow, although it's never actually really snowing in Berlin, where I'm from. Um, during Christmas, it's more like a mud, <laughs> mud. <laughs> uh, but actually, re recently I heard a couple of times it was snowing. Um, and it's about like... <laughs> Drinking a hot mulled wine, you know, like going to a Christmas market and be cold and um, sliding, ice skating. These are all activities um, we're doing. And I mean, and this is what you mainly see also in movies, in American movies, that these are the traditions. So there's an entire world of uh, Christmas during summer. Tell us about that, please. Pedro, I heard that in Brazil there's a surfing Santa. A Santa with bathing suit. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, surfing Santa? Like, first... <laughs> I've I've never I've never seen but Brazil first we don't we don't I mean, we don't have snow never ever we just use flip flops 
<laughs> there's no like Santa here. I mean, like the real Santa dressing. I, if you go to the shopping malls, there's Santa for the kids. They Santa gave you like candies and all this stuff. Because but they're AC inside of the shopping mall. Uh, of course, of course. There's like AC on the 17 degrees, like because I mean, it's impossible to survive. But is it a part of the culture so originally? Or is Santa like imported by yeah. the American capitalist, whatever market? No, no, it, no, it's really important here. Although it's not. It wasn't important 30 really years important. ago? Let's say like that. Because in Germany, there, yes. is a, there, yes. is a Santa. there is a Santa. We had a Santa. He's coming. He's bringing your presents. Like, it's not always. Yes. Uh, okay. No, it was, it was always like that. There's the Santa. You write on the letter what, what gift you want. Uh, and the Santa will deliver you on 24th. Because here in Brazil, we, we celebrate Christmas a day before. Yes, when you uh, yes, come on. I, I, when you are a child, I'm, I don't do this, although I wish. But it, since I was like 16, 15 years old, I don't uh, earn a gift from Christmas. Uh, but for ch children, they they still have this 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 tradition of writing a letter, ask for Santa. Santa, I'd like to uh, remote control car. I want, I want a video game. I want a, like a Barbie. Nowadays, the, the kids want a Nintendo Switch. The kids want like, a, I think, a more complex. iPhone 12. The, the toys now. The iPhone 12. My, I, I, once I remember, I, I, mm -hmm. I earned a Discman, a walk, a Discman. When I was like nine years old, seven years old, it was amazing. It was one of the highlights of my life. I had this disc in to listen to heavy metal. But nowadays, they, there's so much kind of gift. They want to like mobiles. They want a uh, service. They want to pay for the, their video games on the cloud. Um, and, and, but still, the tradition is the same. The mechanism of uh, Christmas in Brazil, uh, we usually to celebrate the, the dinner on 24th. At dinner, twenty and open the gift on twenty fourth as well. At night, there's this huge table with turkey. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's turkey or chest or Chester. I don't remember exactly in English which one. Uh, turkey, turkey. The, the Chester turkey. or I think it's Chester. What's Chester? I don't know the difference between the both. It, it, uh, it's like a, a round uh, pork meat. They, it's very delicious. Uh -huh. it's, it tastes super good. Uh, rice uh, with... Uh, how do you say uva passa, Melina? <laughs> I don't... Uh, this in English. Uh, there's... Uh, this kind of uh, grape, dry grape, raisins, small dry grape in raisins, oh, yeah, how raisins, raisins, uh, these in the rice. Not all the kids love this. These kids doesn't like this. The, very or very like oriental. Kind of <laughs> yes, it's very like and... South Korean uh, kind of. 
from that from that area yes i, I mean brazil is a mix of everywhere so probably there is some tradition coming from like different countries not only europe and you, of course santa is america united states the coca-cola vibe and everything but yes so some some family spray before dinner uh we are not religious here uh, do you go to church no i don't no but generally <laughs> like you go uh do people go I to don't church think so perhaps perhaps people go to church but I don't know Actually, no one. I don't know anyone who goes <laughs> <No> to church. <laughs> <laughs> Probably there there are family that goes to church. But, but, but they are not my friends. Yeah. Probably, probably they, I it, have family that it, goes to church. church but... I, I, the, my, my... Well, do, if you, do you go, go to church, like, Melinda? When do you go? I never no. been. I never been to church on Christmas. But I do have family that they go. I think mostly here, uh, the people do the same, the gathering, the big meal, and then wait until 12 midnight on the 24th to receive the yes. gifts. And then, you know, the Latino party starts. <laughs> so mainly on yes, the 25th, so goes the, the Christmas night. day. And on 24th. Yeah, we yeah, we rest. Do you eat, eat at all the leftovers from the twenty four? Do you eat at twelve? No, I don't because I I sleep too early. We do the gathering at twelve. Because uh, Elizabeth we, we, we take... she's from uh, she's from Colombia, and also Lorena told me she's from Sao Paulo, that they eat at 12. They need to wait and starve, uh, sit there and wait, and they wait until 12. No, 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 no. No, no, it's true. No, no. Like, <laughs> because like, there's a lot of, of, like, my father's, my father's, like, the uh, grandfather, grandfathers, they, they can't, like, wait until 12. They, they usually eat at 8. Nine o'clock and eight until twelve, it's unhealthy. <laughs> no, I don't know <laughs> if it's unhealthy, but no one has patience to. Uh, we to a lot, a, like, we eat a lot until and, and, twelve. <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, that's true. And like in Brazil, we usually eat, have dinner early, like seven, eight, eight o'clock. And in Argentina, the dinners it's a bit late. It's like, yeah, it's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Life, it happens way later in Brazil. I mean, I, I was like, nightclubs in Buenos Aires start like 2 o'clock in the morning. So what's going on? 2 o'clock in the morning? I'm leaving the nightclub. I'm not entering the nightclub. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like in Spain also. But still, there's like... In Spain, they <laughs> enter yes, I have, like, at five. There's a line outside yes, I remember. club in Ibiza, which starts yes, forming around four, five, and five it's full. If you come at two, it's empty. You're like one of those first losers who are coming to the club at two. <laughs> like, you know, it's like 
I. No, it, it, it's 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 like that. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, you get used, but at first I, I was like dying when I was there. People like leaving, going for dinner at eleven thirty, twelve. Spain. People tomorrow in Spain. In Spain. Yeah. But it's insane. Argentina is a bit earlier than the, than the Spaniards, but still it's late. It's late. Uh, it's a bit late, but that's fine. We can we can fit the culture and. Pedro, how do so now you you're call in the, Now you're in the middle of Santa. Papai Noel. <laughs> we call Santa Papai Noel here. <laughs> One sec. I have a Papai Noel here. One sec. So, how's the German name? This is this Weihnachtsmann. What? <laughs> it's also me. It also means father of Christmas. Basically, yes. Not father. Man. Man of Christmas. Man of Christmas. Okay. Honestly, but I don't live in a Christian country already since over 15 years. Like, and I have spent uh, the last time Christmas in a, I mean, in a country where there is a type of Christmassy, Christmassy atmosphere, like, uh, for very long. So it's also funny for me to, like, if you're like in the middle of summer and it's hot, I don't know, is it super hot? Is it like really humid and hot now in in your in where you're from? It is. So then you're like eating this super heavy Christmas meal, like with sauces and turkey and pork and rice and raisins and gravy. <laughs> and then you're supposed to go it's party. Heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It's heavy food. <laughs> it's not like... For the this the, for summertime is it's quite a lot. Right? It's impossible to digest. Here in Argentina. Cold? Yeah, cold food like salads and Oh there's salad here Basically, though. Yeah, but that's it. Things. The search is good. Ice cream. We have here panettone. How do uh, I like don't know a how... sweet bread? A sweet bread, panettone is. I don't know if it's just it's it's a Brazilian thing or, if, I probably there is in Argentina as well because we're I mean neighbor. Does it also panettone have like around? It's Italian. It's Italian, oh. panettone. I mean, it it came from Italy, so I probably there is in Argentina a lot, but we only eat uh, in Christmas time. Christmas time, panettone. What about drinks? Is that what the name drinking? Drinks, mm, wine. Is there any Fashion traditional gathering? No, it's not. There's not a specific beverage, but only in like, Germany they love most, mostly wine. Egg, egg liquor, eggnog, like they call it. I think eggnog. It's like an egg liquor. Awkward. Is it good? And mulled wine, like hot, spiced wine with um, anise and cinnamon and like uh, 
I had once a story on the Christmas market when I got, I got a wine like an egg, like a hot red wine, and I had a beige coat, and I didn't uh, didn't notice that the, <laughs> that the thing had a crack, and I was drinking my wine, and slowly, slowly, it dripped all over my beige beautiful coat and I didn't notice until I just like noticed it was full of red wine but um, do you have any Christmas market traditions like uh, like this is a big deal like a uh, Christmas market where you go you can have this wine you can have um, pancakes and sausages and no. Christmas decorations I mean, no. Christmas crafts Yes, Christmas decoration, yes. My home not doesn't have now, but when I was like five, ten years ago was full of uh, these lights in home, at home, at a huge tree. However, when we changed, like I think like three, four years ago, uh, they stole, it's been stolen, all the the Christmas furniture, the, the Santas that my mom has in the... In the in the truck. I don't know what happened, but we don't have anymore. Uh, so, but yes, many like my, my the mom of my girl, girlfriend, her mom do a lot of things in the home. Like there's huge Santas, there's a huge tree, uh, there's lights everywhere, everywhere. And outside, yeah, okay. I think it depends on the home. Outside as well. We, in Curitiba, yes, it's normal. It, uh, in Curitiba, the like the city I was like until yesterday, there's a street they do a contest uh, for those who has more lights and more beautiful uh, gathers in in the corners, centers, trees. It's very beautiful because it's a city more on the on the, the south of Brazil it's it's colder than here but it's still it's not it's no it's not like zero degrees like 15 degrees 19 degrees it still is not super cold but in Brazilian standards 16 degrees on summer it's cold it's 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 a lot it's it's too much but it's beautiful. In, in South Brazil, I think 16? it happens more often. 16. I know it's not cold. In Europe, 16, the South Brazil market is um, outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe probably so this, is why, this is why we the don't... The hot wine. Uh-huh. We don't have those... Maybe you're not outside. I could culturally. I it's, it's not a thing here. Uh, I, I I don't know. Per, perhaps in Argentina, in Brazil, it's not a it's not a big deal. This Christmas market. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak for our Chileans or Peruvians or Colombian friends, but it's more like a intern party. It's like with family, usually it's with family, uh, friends. We just we skip our friends only for the uh, for New Eve, uh, New Year's, like New Year's party. It's just for friends. 
Christmas with family, New Year's with friends, and well, that's it. I think that's not a. I think it changed a lot because of the weather. It this makes a total difference. This is more here is more loose, more chill. Uh, it's it's kids vacation as well. So pro, usually fathers and daddy, fathers and moms are on, on holidays, on vacation, vacation time. So everyone, all every Brazilian goes to the beach on summertime. It's crowded. It's the it is the worst time to go to the beach. It's December, January, and beginning of February because it's super crowded. There's vacations uh, also, probably, no? Yes, yes, because of vacation. It's summer, so usually like the kids are not in school. Brazilian schools start on February and goes until end of November. So how long are they off of December? Three months. Three? Uh, four months. In July, one month. I think it's three or four months. July, it's the winter... Uh, winter holiday and on summer from December, January, mid of February, uh, the kids are out of school. Then it starts all over again. It's, but I think that's the, one of the reasons uh, this the summer as well uh, that it's our tradition is very different from 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 Europe. So we are at the end, end of a lovely podcast with Alice and Melina talk about like Christmas tradition and like World Cup, Argentina, what is going on in the world. That's super cool chat today. Uh, thank you. Thank you, ladies. It was amazing. Thank you so much. It was very nice to exchange ideas and and traditions thank you for uh, so much for joining and um, for participating in our podcast and for for being this uh, wonderful cute melina you are and uh, making beautiful videos for us <laughs> yes yeah, keep it like amazing we love you <laughs> and the yoga videos as well That's super cool yeah. thank you so much Thank you. Thank you.